Welcome to the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio, WPSE. My name is John Cray, President and CEO of the Manufacturer and Business Association. One of the challenges area employers, our members, face today and have faced for decades is finding good employees. And then once they've found them, developing those employees so that they can grow right along with the company. This has been and continues to be one of our organization's main priorities and one of the most utilized member services for going on a half century now, which is amazing. John, that's very interesting. Can you share how the organization has approached these challenges over the years? Sure, sure, happy to. We directly help our members to train their current workforce by conducting a variety of workshops that they that that those members then would utilize. When it comes to finding good employees, uh, we are working with and have for many, many years area school teachers, administrators to inform the teachers so that they can then educate the students on what is needed, uh, what employers are looking for from them, and the many great career opportunities available to those students once they graduate. Graduation, as we know, is critical. But whether they graduate from high school or they choose to go on to college, there are plenty of great opportunities. But again, can't state enough how critical that graduation is. Um, in the interest of, of kind of looking at what we're most heavily involved with, let's start with our, our work with today's workforce. Um, literally since the 1980s, our organization, the Manufacturers Association, has been assisting area employers and our member companies both throughout Northwest PA and now clear down into Southwestern PA in the central part of the state with developing their employees. And what we found is we have a very diverse membership. And we have found, based on the, the employer's feedback, that, that the businesses have a tendency, and they do a great job, of taking care of training their employees on their industry or company-specific training, the things that they feel they need to know to do their jobs. What we found over, over these last 40 years is that our niche really has become to assist them to train their employees more on the general skills. And what we mean by that is those are the skills that apply to most any place of employment. Uh, those being, uh, for example, how to be a great team leader, how to be an effective supervisor. These aren't things, while, while we do have natural tendencies to be a leader or to be a good manager, as we know, there are a variety of things that we need to learn on, on how to execute those positions. Um, we do a lot of training with Microsoft Office products, everything from Excel to Access to Word, PowerPoint. Um, now we're getting into Microsoft Teams, as many of us are working remotely today. Um, other examples of, of skills that would cross any type of business, such things as communication skills, uh, applying Lean and Six Sigma when we get into quality programs, um, everything related to the human resource function, because most important, if you have employees, you have personnel. If you have personnel, you have laws that you need to follow. So, again, that's a big part of what we're doing today. Um, also, safety training, OSHA, uh, team building, finance. 
So, again, our members are really, really good at, at handling their industry-specific stuff. We help them with, with more of that broader broader employee development. John, that's very interesting. What have been some of the most popular and utilized programs over the years? Well, you know, it, uh, it is interesting. Um, in some ways, uh, the programs have certainly evolved, and, and all the programs uh, the examples have changed from, from 40 years ago to today. Um, but the programs that, that the companies are utilizing and the programs that we're offering have evolved over the years. And, and some are, are some of the very same titles, but the examples are, are different in the workshop. So, um, again, the MBA first began offering classes clear back in the 80s. And and for some of our, our senior listeners, and I'm going to include myself in that, uh, you know, if you've been, been um, working since then, um, my guess is that, that you're probably already very familiar with the fact that, you know, there was a big, huge push back in, in the late 80s um, when it came to uh, improving the quality of products and improving the manufacturing process in the 80s. And you had Deming and you had a lot of these these quality initiatives that, that were really taking place. To the Erie area's credit, and specifically uh, the Chamber's credit and, and Don DePlacido, and again, I know I'm dating myself here, but but i got to give credit where credit is due. Um, the Erie Chamber was really, really instrumental um, and truly uh, a leader when it came to, to taking on this effort, and, and they've really done a great job with it to the point where they were recognizing companies. They had quality improvement um, programs and, and that sort of thing. And there was so much demand that that was really, that was a big part of what we were offering as well. Um, they even brought in some big speakers and, and whatnot. And that was a big part of what, what um, increased the amount of employee training throughout the footprint. Today, we continue to do, you know, quality training. Um, you know, we continue to offer such things as Lean Six Sigma. Um, that That's really huge. And that's a, a, a lot of times people originally thought that was only geared toward manufacturing, but we found in particular uh, healthcare, um, the service industries. But regardless as to what it is that you, you do and you offer, um, obviously you're interested in the quality offering. And those are two tools in particular that help you to get things done quicker get things done more effectively, and then the Six Sigma really gets more into the to the accuracy and the consistency of what it is that's being delivered. Those are things that, that we're offering today. Um, and then there are some more basic programs, um, such things as statistics for the non-statistician. So this is for somebody who has to work with numbers that, that maybe, you know, hasn't done a whole lot, hasn't had a whole lot of education in that area, but their their job is requiring it now. Or blueprint reading and, and geometric dimensioning and tolerancing. Um, many of those types of programs, and it's a good thing, are now being offered in the high schools and the colleges. So we don't do nearly as much of that level of training, but it is still needed sometimes. And um, But the good, thing, good part about it is, is those foundational skills are now in place um, for someone when they graduate from high school in many instances but especially when they, if they choose to go on to college and, and get more into a technical degree, you rest assured you've got a lot of these programs under your belt. So 
Um, another area where, where our offerings have evolved is the Microsoft Office products workshops. Um, again, kind of dating myself here, but when Microsoft Office first came out and it was introduced, um, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Access, Outlook, those were all taking place and, and taking place at a very heavy clip. Um, today, we continue to offer a bunch of Microsoft Office training, but what we find is the majority of it's probably, it is definitely concentrated in the Excel area, um, applying Excel, applying Access, some of the more the more advanced programs, uh, but we do continue to offer the basics as well. Um, we are doing some OneNote and some Microsoft Teams training. So those are some areas where it's it's evolved. Um, to share with the, our listeners today, um, there are actually some of our offerings that we literally started rolling out at the end of uh, the end of the '80s, and we're still doing today. In fact, the first two that I'll, I'll share with you is the supervisory skills series, and I want to take just a moment to go into a little bit of detail on that, and then also our leadership or team leader series. Those would be our uh, what I would consider our keystone programs. Um, the supervisory skills series is, is literally it's five courses, two days per course, and it's 10 days of training. Um, you know, whether, and we have had, since the 80s, we've had over 10,000 people complete that series alone. Um, and, you know, whether someone has been a supervisor for a period of time or a manager, for that matter, for a number of years, but maybe hasn't received, you know, some all-encompassing training, or we've had many of our, our area employers that are considering promoting someone or has recently promoted someone, they would send them to the program. And in that 10 days, and it's spread out over, you know, over a, a six-week period, uh, six- to eight-week period, literally five of the days focuses on the people side of being an effective supervisor and manager. The other five days focuses more on the tasks associated with being a supervisor or a manager. Now, such things as problem solving, how to involve people in problem solving and decision making, presentation skills, how to train someone, um, interviewing skills. Um, and then, you know, there are going to be mistakes and, and those mistakes do need to be resolved. And so whether you call it discipline or training, um, and many times the supervisor or manager is, is responsible for addressing those issues. So it's a great program and uh, been very well received. Um, and then very close to it, very similar to it, is our Leadership or Team Leader Series. That program uh, is only five days, one day per course. And what makes it different from the, the Supervisory Skills Series program is it's really geared towards someone that is a team leader versus a supervisor. So this is someone that would either fill in when the supervisor isn't around, maybe it's a second shift um, lead person, or um, basically they don't have more of the manager responsibility. So um, what we focus on there in those five days are the same five people skills days of the supervisory skills series. And this is many times where, where an employer will find see an employee who they see great potential in. They're very good employee, very good at what they do. And they approach that individual and they say, hey, you know, we'd like to talk to you about, about an opportunity to become a team leader. And at that point, sometimes that company um, will get some pushback because they like doing what they're doing. They like doing with the, working with the people that they're working. They're just not quite sure how to lead that person, lead that team. And so what we help them to do is understand you know, 
you're very good at what you do. We help them to understand how to lead someone that may be older than them or has been there longer than them or has they've created a friendship with many of these people. And, and with that being said, those are great assets to have to being a team leader for that area. So those two programs in particular have been so well received that a number of our members have actually written them into their job description. So good stuff and very, very happy with it. And then again, we offer the lean and the Microsoft uh, training as well as the HR and stuff. So, couldn't be more happy with it, and the members are, are, have been very pleased with it. John, where do the programs take place? Um, it, it's We have uh, a variety of offerings. So we have many of our members that may only have one or two people at a, at a certain point where they need some training. Um, they will contact us, and we, we call these our public or our mixed offerings. Um, some of our members are smaller, so they may only have an individual or two. And... Um, so that's where we'll host the program, either at our, our facility here in Erie, or we've got a, a dozen locations throughout um, western Pennsylvania and into central Pennsylvania where we conduct these programs on a, on a regular basis. And multiple companies send an individual or two or three, and next thing you know, we've got 10, 12, 15 people in the program. One thing that's important to us, we do limit the size of the program because of the need and the amount of interaction. So you'll find that um, normally we do not have more than 20 people in a workshop, 25 max. That allows for, for plenty of interaction with the instructor as well as with the other participants because that's where a lot of the learning takes, takes place. Um, another way that we offer the programs is we will go on site uh, to a company. If a company has enough employees that, we, that it makes sense, and that could be as few as, you know, six, eight, ten people, and they want to focus on a particular topic, um, We'll go right to their right to their facility. In fact, during this period right now, with what we're all experiencing with respect to the COVID, um, a number of our companies really want us to come to them versus versus being part of a mixed group. But again, we offer and we're being very careful with our mixed offerings. We're practicing social distancing and face masks and stuff, and so that's gone very well. And then the third way is thanks to COVID, and, and in many instances, companies are utilizing this now as well as our virtual offering. So. We've got all three ways that we bring it to the to our members. So, John, that leads me to another question. How about tomorrow's workforce? What is the MBA doing to help with preparing middle school and high school students to be prepared once they graduate from high school or college? Yeah, we're this is just as critical, and we're working hard at planting those seeds, setting that foundation. And, again, the most important thing is it's going through the teachers, working with the teachers, communicating with the students. And, there's basically three ways in which we've been doing that for quite some time now. Um, we're very proud to be part of the ACES uh, Business Week program, um, as well as we do provide some scholarships for students. Um, and then one of our big ways that has become very well known throughout the community is the annual Manufacturing Day program. So just to touch base real quick on the Business Week program, and I would encourage our listeners to, to learn more about that both on our website and through ACES. But that Business Week program has been in place for almost 20 years now. We work with ACES, and it's a week-long program where we're going right into the schools um, and working with a full class, teaching them what it means, and, and they're getting hands-on experience in running teams and running meetings and making financial statements. So it's a really in-depth program, and it's been really well-received throughout, throughout Northwest Pennsylvania. Those scholarships, it's the Patrick R. Lockwood Scholarship Award, and we're very proud to present um, five scholarships to, 
the area uh, technical schools. Um, each school nominates students. We then interview those students in the spring of their junior year, and then the awards are presented in the in the fall. And they can apply those either to a technical school or, or to a, a four-year school, depending on what their interest is. So great ways in which we're planting seeds. To, to close out this morning's discussion, our ma- annual manufacturing day program um, into our seventh year, due to what's going on with COVID, we've chosen to go virtual this year. In fact, it's the airing of today's program is very convenient because it's taking place literally this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, October the 14th. Um, we've had the opportunity to work with thousands of students and teachers over the years in person uh, at the Bayfront Convention Center. This year, we are going virtual, and um, we've got a great keynote speaker. Um, NASA astronaut Mike Fink is going to be with us, and he's going to talk about how manufacturing plays a role in getting our, our astronauts to the moon. Just great stuff. Um, we've also got a manufacturing connection portal where our students that are participating virtually can go in and learn about what manufacturers are doing. And we got something we'll call a scavenger hunt contest that they're competing in to incentivize them. And then lastly, we've got breakout sessions that are going to be, that are recorded that the students are going to be able to listen to after Wednesday's program. So in-person um, recordings, great stuff. They're really excited about it. And I do encourage everyone to visit our website to learn more about next week's program. So couldn't be more pleased and and appreciative of everybody's effort. So again, thank you all so much for listening, joining us today um, to hear about how we're assisting area employers with meeting one of their greatest challenges, developing and finding great employees. It truly has been a pleasure to be with you today. That concludes our program. This is John Cray in the business today with the NBA on Money Radio WPSE signing off.